Alrighty. So, hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of Raging Witchcraft, the podcast. I am your host, Sid, and today we have a special guest. We're going to be talking about how research is vital and how it's important in just different ways that it plays into decolonizing your practice. So without further ado, welcome our guest, Kat. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I am like smiling from ear to ear right now. I'm so excited you're here. And it's me. You're just happy it's me. I am happy it's you. I'm happy it's you too. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't mind, sure. if you want to just kind of like give a little bit of insight on your practice. Yeah. Um. So... I'm a bruja, but I'm not like the traditional sense of bruja that everybody is used to, which is very like dark and and um, I've sort of decolonized it over the years because I follow more of a Norse path than I do the brujeria path. So I've kind of mixed the two. Um, my grandmother th thought it was kind of like a bastardization, as it were. Um, but she, she was fine with it because she was totally like, mm, it works. It's fine. Um, <laughs> you know, like she does with her tood and, um, you know, I mean, with, with my craft, it's not, which, you know, you and I talk about all the time. There's no light and dark. It's good or it's bad, you know? <laughs> And it's relative to the witch. So Bruharia is all about balance. You can never take the balance out of play. And that's primarily what I practice is keeping that balance. If I don't keep that balance, I can't truly honor my craft the way that I want to. I love that, though, because you, you already know, like, we talk about balance all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because speaking of balance, that's kind of where... You know, the terms, um, you know, like, white magic and black magic yeah. come into term. Eat that, that phrase. Yeah. And how racist it is and just Super. the history behind it. People don't understand. Really? Are you really? I, you know how many people I have met who like no, no judgment to them. Seriously. Like if you don't know, you don't know, but this is like, this is why research is so important. There's so many people that really don't know why it's called black and white magic they just think white magic is good black magic is bad but that, that's that, not no that's not what it is no <laughs> uh, um it oh god uh so so many wrong things <laughs> <laughs> so so many um no magic is neither like that whole phrase in the in the craft which i posted on my page over a year ago thanks to our lovely and wonderful Josh. You love Josh. I love I Josh. I do love Josh. Jo we stand for Josh. We really do, though. Especially in our community. Like, he's... Honestly, if it wasn't... Okay. Truthfully, if it wasn't for Josh, I don't think you and I would have ever met. Really? Mm-hmm. That makes me... But, wow. Yeah. But, I mean, ADD brain. Okay. <laughs> so, um... He sent me a clip of the craft because I was like, God, I've been thinking about this quote forever. And he goes, what? And I said that that movie, the craft, she says, magic is neither light nor dark. It simply is. 
It is mm-hmm. a balance of the universe. And that that is the the essence of what magic is. And people don't realize that, that it's neither if that whole research bit definitely comes into play, especially with the whole, I'm going to go in a wormhole here. I do apologize, especially with the whole, the craft thing, because I've had a lot of people come into my lives and a lot of people schedule appointments with me and they're like, I'm going to practice witchcraft just like Feruza Balk. And I was like, okay, first of all, <laughs> um, no. Okay. This is light as a feather, stiff as a board here. Okay. We, no, no. Mm-mm. Energy, energy, energy. That's called energy work. Okay. Like you can do it. Like it's have not, fun, but yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, thanks. I'm good. I like, I like the ground where it doesn't move, <clears throat> but yeah. And it like, it just makes me think like, you know, being on TikTok for as long as I was, it really genuinely put into perspective, like how little people research and just, you know, you get on TikTok and, you know, just one video can pop up on your FYP and it just has to do with witchcraft. And then you get into this, you know, rabbit hole of just witchcraft video after witchcraft video. And it's like, they're saying black magic and just, they're saying racist terms and they're saying good or bad. And like people tend to stop at TikTok or when they see it on Instagram, stop at Instagram. Yes. They don't. (sighs) I'm out of the loop, man. I'm th- like, I'm, I'm back in the mindset of, you know, going to libraries and checking out books and, you know, cause I was, I was, I'm old. All right. You don't <laughs> No, you're not. Shut up. I, I am from the time of library catalogs and excuse me, can I please check this book out? You sure you want to check this book out? <laughs> and I didn't tell you, I actually didn't tell you. I'm so glad that you brought that up. Hmm. Um, the other day when I went to the post office, the library is actually right across the street. Shut up. And I popped in. I, they, you know, they asked me if I wanted a car. I, I didn't want to do all that because, you know, man at home, just I was kind of in a rush. But yeah. I just wanted to pop in and like kind of skim through really quickly and like see if they had anything. I counted what, like three or four? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, there's not a ton. There's... um back where where I used to live <laughs> there was like none um and it was always a point of contention for me like I had to request the books that I wanted and they had to come from like Orange County or San Francisco because you know I lived in I lived in Saratoga mm-hmm. in San, uh, San Jose for a good chunk of my life and um I remember going to the library one time and my grandmother's like I want you to find a book on this and I was like okay I was there all day I went because they had a they had a second story and they had a downstairs basement where all the research books were and I went everywhere I went through that place with a fine tooth comb I couldn't find anything I went to the research deck and she's like oh yeah this got checked out six years ago and I was like can I request a copy from another library and she goes yeah absolutely took me took all day all day I mean, hey, it taught you how to look for what you needed at the library. Uh, but I did find a lot of other books on stuff that my grandmother didn't even know anything about, you know, which which I didn't know about, which was um, uh, sigils, mm-hmm. sigils and wards, and um, that you can pretty much make them out of anything, you know, uh, within reason. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> you can't make a stop sign award. It's just stupid. Um, that's I'm getting off track. Focus. No, <laughs> no but like it just kind of like what you're talking about kind of just goes into play. Like you took the energy and the time to do that. You took the energy and the time to actually go to the library, look for it. Granted, you might not have found it, but you still took the time to look for it. And people don't want to do that. And that's where people tend to start appropriating so easily. Appropriating, you know, indigenous practices and appropriating brujeria, like, I see people talking about, oh, um, fuck, what is it? What's his name? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus was a black man. I, I, he was, actually, historically. He was. He was. <laughs> if anybody wants to come at me, I went to Catholic school for almost 15 years. And hey, you guys would know that if you would, you know, do research. But like, what that mean that I went to Catholic school for? No, that's just- <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, but it's like it. It really it not only saddens me, but it really frustrates me because it's like people stop at a video and they're like, "Okay, yeah, I can do that," and copy straight off of the video. Not even like half the time, people aren't even reading hashtags, and you know the answers in hashtags like this is this type of magic or this is this type of magic. And, you know, some people, yeah, I will give you that. You see that and you're like, oh, well, what is that? And you research it and you're like, oh, that's a close practice. Let me not <laughs> do that. But, like, uh, God, what did Josh tell me? Um, the honey spell mm. that people were doing all over TikTok. And I had to tell my followers, don't do it. Don't listen. I'm sorry. I got very angry. But, 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 but please, please, please do not. You remember that spell that I posted one time, that manifestation spell with honey in the jar, and everybody started accusing me of doing that, a honey No, no, you even asked me about that ahead of time. That wasn't, no, no, you were adding honey to make it stick. Exactly. I told you you could use honey, you could use, what did I say, syrup, molasses. Anything what? sticky. Anything sticky. I was like, God, I use peanut butter. I'm a fat ass. I mean, um, that's smart. I mean, but yeah, I mean, it worked, you know, but I licked the spoon afterwards. I probably shouldn't. <laughs> like it, this is another thing. Like for those of you who, you know, can't go anywhere or, you know, drive yourself to a library or, you know, you have to hide what you search online. Cause you know, I've been there. I'm, I was a closeted witch for five. I've been there. If you know anybody who practices that is, you know, a POC or a BIPOC, ask them they wouldn't you you shouldn't be embarrassed by doing that because essentially they would respect you oh yeah for asking them no and i told you that when we first started talking i respected the hell out of you because you actually asked me if it was if it was out of place if you used honey in a spell and i said well how are we using it right literally walked me through the spell and you were just like um kind of you know hesitant at first i was like look i'm not gonna take your spell work i got too many in my brain (laughs) you were just like oh okay and you just kind of like went off and told me and i was like oh oh no 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 you're fine you're fine and like with all the people that sat here accusing me it's like i ended up having to delete that video because it got so bad the it gained a shit ton of traction 
And the only reason that it gained that much traction was because of the fact that I was being accused. And I had to make another video with screenshots of research and be like, y'all, like, this is not a honey job. It really just weeds out the people who are only doing witchcraft because of TikTok versus the people who are doing witchcraft because it's witchcraft, you know? Yeah, I do. And it just, it's frustrating. It's really frustrating. And I feel like I say something about this every time I make a podcast. So I, so whoever's listening, like, I, I'm sorry, but I'm glad. This that's is my first time on there, you know? I, I had fun. I had fun while it lasted. But, I mean, granted, the circumstances weren't that great, but I got off of that app and it actually made me focus on my practice more because I was so, like, tunnel visioned on I need to make witchy content specifically for TikTok, not for myself. I don't need to do witchcraft for myself. I need to do it for TikTok. No, that's not. Getting off of that, you know, kind of put that in perspective and I'm like... I have advanced, like, you know, I've talked to you about, I talk to you about it all the time. Like I've advanced so much since I left. Oh yeah. No, you're definitely working on yourself a lot more and you're working on branching out and doing things that are uncomfy, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, with, with decolonizing your practice and doing things that a lot of other people would be like, that's a special. No, no, no. That's doing your research appropriately. And so I consider it like operation. Yeah. Playing that game operation? Yeah. You're dissecting what it is and you're taking everything out. You're starting from scratch. Yeah. That's what your craft is. That's what doing spell work is. That's what doing everything is, is you're dissecting your craft and putting everything back together the way that you want it. Right. And like starting over is never a bad thing, especially in your craft, because it's like it teaches you more. You, you learn more about not only yourself, but about what you're practicing and how you're practicing it. Yeah. And not only that, but I feel like starting over kind of gives you that motivation to research a little bit more than you have been. Mm-hmm. And going back into more rabbit holes and learning where this came from or learning where this came from, because essentially when you're starting because for example like when I suggest witchy books for beginners because sometimes I get asked okay history of magic and the occult Ooh, that's a great book it really is it goes over literally every single aspect of everywhere that magic was and is and it's because of the fact that this book is so informative that You know, you'll see, because personally, this personal experience, I've, you know, read this book some and then been like seen something and been like, well, okay, what is that? And then gone and researched it and been like, oh my God, okay, I need to stay away from that. Or, oh my goodness, I want to incorporate this into my practice. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's not talked about enough. Like just decolonization is so important, especially for excuse my language, but for white witches, mm-hmm. it's so damn important. I laugh. But I you were well, gonna- we know that you're not white. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I look it. Um, Should I say American? Does that help? <laughs> no, no, it no. Um, 
I wish people would teach that more because, you know, I mean, uh, witchcraft is not an aesthetic. No, it is not. And I was just talking about this <laughs> with a client um, who decided to go out and get a Moldavite ring, which, you know, but what more fun. I had to get something a little stronger. <laughs> <laughs> it's like alcohol. <laughs> Mal- Malachi did nothing to me, you know, Malachi did nothing. So I had to go out and get, or no, um, Moldavite didn't do anything. So I had to get Mal- Malachi. Let me tell you, that stuff does not mess around. So I was like, oh, so you did your research. And she got really quiet. And she goes, hmm. And I was like, hmm. Sorry. Oh my God. Wind out there. Um, It's right about storm season here. So it's. it's... Oh my God. What? You know what I, what I just realized? Huh. After I got my raw velvet malachi. All the stuff started happening. Yep. I told you to be careful. That stuff does not mess. And the fact that I was looking for that when I was, or I wasn't looking, I got that when I was looking for Moldavines. And I told you, watch it. It's gonna bite you. And you're like, oh, it'll be fine. I was like, okay. I mean, it was for the best though. I mean, yeah, but... she was like, no, it'll be fine. Everything's fine. I'm like, but did you do your research? And she's like, yeah, I did research or whatever. It said that it, you can't put it in water. And I was like, okay. Did you know that's not all I said? That, that's not <laughs> that. Okay. Did, did you, did you miss the big warning sign? You know, like warning, do not use this if you don't want to get your world rock, you know? And I swear a lot. So I do apologize, but so do I. It's okay. <laughs> See, look at that. Fuck. Bitch. Fuck. Fuck. So, <laughs> she comes to me about this is earlier in the year like january february she comes to me like six months later she goes i got a divorce my husband was cheating i said oh can i talk about this later she goes yeah you can give people warning signs for freaking malachite and i was like great <laughs> so her husband was cheating she lost her job got a divorce, lost her house. But in the end, she ended up becoming a travel writer. She, you know, works for a magazine. Good she ended up being a travel writer. She lives out of a backpack, which is what she's always wanted to do. That's amazing. So she lost all of this baggage that she didn't even need in the first place, but she in turn got everything she wanted. And see, that's where I'm kind of like, <clears throat> I'm still kind of, you know, you already know, like I'm, I'm on the road. Granted, yeah, I'm struggling, but at the same time, like, I'm fine. I'm good. Golden. You're fine. Everything's fine. But, like, I am genu- I'm on that strip right now where everything clashed. Everything. Yep. I, I I envision it, like, you know, in those movies where um, it's, like, apocalyptic and all of the buildings just fall? Yes. Like that. Okay. But I also envision it of, okay... I'm in the moment where all of the all of that mess is being cleaned up for a new city to be built. Well, yeah, that's you're essentially having your tower moment. Yeah, and it's so funny because I was literally just talking about the tower today too. <laughs> oh God, I love the tower card. That's one of my favorite. Well, the- for those of you who are scared of the tower card, please don't be scared. Pull another card, get some insight. It really depends on the card that comes out with it. It, it really does, because Tower is all about rebuilding, and like, okay, let's see here. What is in uh, Lady Morgan? Bring out your book. <laughs> I'm gonna, actually, let me... For make... those of you who don't know, Kat actually wrote a book. It goes over tarot, astrology, what else does it go over? Uh, herbs. Okay, there you go. 
and resins and incense and history of tarot. Pretty much everything that a beginner would want and need to know. And not even like, if you're not even a beginner, you still need this book. Um, It's called the Goblin. I can't pronounce that word. So Compendium. Compendium. The Goblin Compendium. You can find it on Amazon. I think there's both paperback and hardback. There's Kindle, paperback, and hardback. Yeah. So go look that up on Amazon because it's amazing and it's awesome and it's everything you could ever wish for. And if they go to my TikTok, which is Kit Kat the Brave, and they click my link tree, there is a link that takes you right to the actual Amazon page. So if they look for it, because Goblin Compendium brings up a comic book series from a Canadian writer, which I didn't know. I love that. I'll also um, add your socials into the description of the podcast when it's posted so for those of you who are listening um if you don't know how to spell or anything (laughs) um I'll, i'll put that in the description for you guys but um no so like for instance the towers thought of a card that's terrifying like consider the tower of right the disney movie that was in the 90s right or the british tower right um this is i'm just going to read the description it's a symbol of needing to prepare for the unexpected change of epic proportions so it's not bad right of course Mm -hmm. the part it says destruction chaos and turbulence but it says this might be an event meant to shake you to your very center death birth marriage divorce etc like i was saying about my client right With this card, there is no changing the path that fate has chosen for you. You cannot escape this path, for change is here to cause a ruckus. You are not only seeing things for how they truly are, but are now finding out what is fiction versus reality. So I consider we are living our life with rose-colored glasses. doesn't matter how bad our life is, right? Sticks of cups reversed. Yep. When you take off those glasses, it's a tower moment. You see, you have that clarity, shit starts hitting the fan, but at the same time, it's hitting the fan for your best interest. Not everybody else. So whenever I pull cards, and especially on my live, I'll have somebody in my live go, oh my god, it's the talker. I'd be like, no, 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 it's followed by death. Oh my god, it's followed by death. Oh, no, no, no. It means a rebirth. Right. You're about to start a brand new adventure. Just got a new job offer. Take it. Yeah, and with that job offer comes people who have been blocking that job offer being released yeah. from your space. Yes. So, like, you guys really <laughs> research, research, research. If y'all would research, you wouldn't think the tower is that bad. And I mean, like, I think that was my main want to follow you in the original first place was because your whole premise was Google is your friend. Google is your friend. The library is your friend. BIPOC and POC people are your friend. If you reach out and you do it in a nice way, we are more than willing to help you. Right. Um, you've sent a couple of people my way. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them was not so nice and I sent them away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't talk to me like that. I will squish you <laughs> It will snap you like chicken. But, um, no. Are you drinking water? Me? Yes. No. You haven't hydrated today? I should. I have not hydrated. 
<laughs> I drink a gallon of water a day and I text, I text you and you're what having coffee at like two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, I haven't drank coffee in the last like week or so because I'm scared. I'm scared to poop. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously though, my fucking peppermint mocha creamer is sitting in the fridge and I'll see it every time I open the fridge. I'm like, soon just i'll work up to it just don't worry (laughs) i mean i don't have to work up to it i just have to be like well it's gonna happen i mean i had raspberry lemonade today oh that's good i i I got some magic in that too you didn't have water um there's water in that it's an ingredient yeah but coffee's (laughs) in a food group and neither is strawberry lemonade um no but um I was talking to Sid about, I was talking to you about before I even wrote the book, Josh was the one who told me that I needed to write the book because every time I would need something, I would take out what I called my Bible, right? Yep. Be like, oh man, I don't like, I remember this card. Oh, oh, hold on. Let me get my Bible. Let me get my Bible. And I would just flip through it and be like, it means this. How are you so sure? Well, it also means this, 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 and this. But it can also mean that too. Your Bible was iconic. I can't lie. I mean, I love it. It's great. But no, if people did a little bit more research, there would be less fallacies apply. Yeah. Like, God, what did I see on my for you page? Because I was going to share it with you. Because I was like, I know we're doing the. <laughs> Sorry. Um. <clears throat> That year ago booty call that stood me up just texted me. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> Great. Thanks. Okay, where's my TikTok? Okay. I saved it. I could go back to it. Let me go to my saves. Did I unsave it? Moment of silence. <laughs> okay, so basically what they were talking about. Um, I can't find it right now is that all magic is good or evil. There oh, is that fucking term. There is no balance. And I'm just sitting there going, first of all, it's either you're a good witch or bad witch. Kind of like Wizard of Oz, right? Yeah. I'm a very bad witch. I forget to do Sabbath. All right. I forget my offerings in the morning. I'm running out. Oh, forgot coffee. I'm just, I'm, I'm just stuck on that term. Like people ask me all the time, like, why don't you like the term evil? Do you know? Oh, Christian based term y'all. Yeah. That's why I, I named my compendium Bible. That one section Bible. The term Bible is a series of tomes spread into a novel. It's what a Bible is. But yet every time someone hears Bible, they're like, oh, God. No. I mean, you can call me God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, please don't. Um, But no, like, I find that term, if they would have done their research a little bit more impeccably, right? Video Mm -hmm. was done well. The transitions were great. The music was on point. And it was that sound, um, are you good or evil? I'm what the gods chose me to be. But she did it dressed up as a devil and then an angel. And I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I'm 
reading all the captions and I'm sitting there and I'm like, did they even research it? Because what they were saying is that, okay, this is a point of contention for me. I'm cracking my knuckles because this stuff makes me so angry. <laughs> so if you did any research, like I did research with decolonizing my craft with the Bible. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like being a recovering Catholic and growing up in the Roman Catholic life, it was terrible. So I had to relearn the Bible from an outside perspective. Something out of trauma that I had to unlearn. So instead of seeing it from a point of fear, I saw it as a point of education. Why people are saying the things that they're doing, right? So they were saying about how Lilith created all of hell. That's Mm -hmm. so and then they were saying how god created all of heaven and i was like okay this is how that one belief system works yes that is not how all belief systems work so if if we wanted to incorporate uh, this gets me really heated which you know i do if you're going to post something about that don't post in the comments norse don't post in the comments or not not in the comments in the taglines where they put the hashtags they really said norse with that Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think they were just trying to get on the bandwagon or something like that because a lot of the Norse cosplay actors have been doing the hashtag Norse and then do hashtag cosplay right after that. Mm-hmm. They didn't do hashtag cosplay. They did hashtag Bible. Oh. Ah, hmm. <laughs> so, you know, of course that gained a lot of views and I'm just sitting here going, well, no wonder it gained a lot of views um, because it wasn't right that makes sense yeah like i this is something that someone came after me for like being someone who says like you know respect other people's beliefs Mm -hmm. um which i do i do but like there's there's some things that just if you just did a little bit more research you wouldn't be going by this certain fact or what you call a fact or this certain system or whatever it may like okay belief systems are great we all have them we all have opinions we all have these things but some of these people i just if y'all did i'm and i'm not, I'm not saying y'all as in i'm just saying in general like y'all, if y'all did, as a southern term y'all yeah <laughs> if y'all did a little bit more research and dug a, a little bit deeper because a lot of the shit that i see is like people click on one the first page that pops up on Google and just runs with it. And that's also where all the problems. Yes. That's where cross referencing comes in. Like you guys have to genuinely like that's a part of what this, a huge part of the craft is researching. You got to know what you're doing. If you're believing something, why are you believing it? Yeah. What did you find that made you believe into this? Like, like what? Is, what is the main main point for you? Like what made you believe exactly? And if it's the first page on Google, babe, I'm just gonna tell you, go do it again. Watch a YouTube video, listen to a podcast, read a book, go to the library, do something else, and cross reference. Well, I mean, I know what made me first believe, but what I'm asking you, literally, what? Oh. Yeah. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Alex, for 200. Um, What made you believe? Like, what was your main turning point 
removing yourself from the religion that you were trauma bonded to. So I can't really say that I was personally trauma bonded to Christianity or, um, God, this, I, as much as I, like, I found, I sound stupid when I try to say this because I just can't pronounce it. Like everybody, Catholicism, Catholicism, Catholicism. Hey, you know what I mean? Library. Okay. So, but like, I can't say that I was trauma bonded to this because granted, yeah, I went to church as a kid, but I, we stopped going to church when I was like six or seven. And after that, I just, there really was no religion in my household. And, you know, through those years until I was 15, my grandmother, you know, she had books on spirituality. I didn't really know much about it. I was young. I was, my mom kept me very, what's the word? Huh? Sheltered? Yes. Very. Because Mm -hmm. she knew what my grandmother was doing. And she didn't want me around that. Okay. Fair, so, fair. Like my, we would go over to my grandma's house and, you know, she would be doing Reiki. She was, she was actually a Reiki master. My grandma's amazing. Um, she's actually here right now. She's sitting with me. She loves you. She wants you to know that. Um, <laughs> oh, sitting on the bed, like filing her nails going, are we done? She's actually, she was meditating, which I think is fucking awesome. Cause like the only spirit I've ever seen meditate is her, <laughs> but like we, we kind of Lately, I turned huh? off her telenovela on the TV. Oh, <laughs> send her over here. She can meditate with my grandma. Oh, okay. Um, huh? Said, oh, okay. Okay. I'll be here. <laughs> but my grandmother, so they had an office in their house and in that office was like a really big bookshelf. And, you know, she would tell my sister about it. Because, you know, my sister was old enough to really understand what spirituality and all of that uh, junk was. Um, my sister was never into it. She, she kind of, like, skipped her <laughs> and went to me. Um, but the second that my mom heard about that, like, my, I guess my sister would, you know, talk to my mom about that. She was not having it. So she kept me very sheltered because she didn't agree with what my grandmother was doing. And it was more so of a fact, like... I have to learn this by myself. I have to get into it by myself. I have to find out what this is by myself. Not really, I need to change my views. I need to change my beliefs, if that makes sense. I had to, it, it, no, it makes sense. But I mean, like, that's just not right, though. What, my mom? Because you and I both know my mom's not right. So. <laughs> no, she's very much left. All the way left. Like an I author. hope she's not listening to this. <laughs> Sorry. No. Sorry. Um, so mine was more of a mom can never know about this. You tell your mother a lie. Gotcha. And it, it was very much hush hush, but it was fun. It was kind of like our secret, our secret Sunday activity. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if my sister never said anything, I would have been fine. Hmm? So I feel like if my sister never said anything, like I would be fine. Probably. I feel like she was just kind of curious. 
So that's why she brought it up with my mom. Oh, yeah. I mean, that does make sense. Because they've, they've, my sister and my mom have always had that love-hate relationship. Mm-hmm. And are very much more communicative than me and my mom. <laughs> um, that's- so- I feel like she was just curious as to like learning a little bit more about it. Cause like, that's my mom's mom, you know? Yeah. She, I wouldn't have doubt that, you know, she would just bring it up with my mom thinking nothing of it. And then my mom going to my grandmother being like, (laughs) no, no cut off. No. Yeah. She just, she was very disapproving of that. Yeah. My, um, my mom is Roman Catholic. She just became a Christian in the last 10, 15 years. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, my dad goes to church with her. They're very, you know, church-gone people. They're very happy. But my grandmother would go to church, and she loved going to church. She loved just talking to people and everything like that. But when it was just her and me, it was very special. You know, it was just our time together, you know? Oh, I love that. Huh? I love that. And I do have to say, like, my cousin finally figured it out I say maybe like last year or the year before and she's like I gotta ask you a question I said yeah and she goes did you ever have you know like tea time with grandma and I got really quiet I'm like what kind of tea time are we talking here bud <laughs> grandma said we couldn't talk about it I was like I knew it I knew it <laughs> I knew she was teaching you and she goes what and I said let me tell you she taught you a lot about cooking and a lot about the herbs that we grew. And she told you not to touch the jars in the garden. She got really quiet. She's like, oh, my God, she was a witch. And I was like, yeah, we can't talk about it. <laughs> can't talk about it. It doesn't exist. We can't. She corrected that. Huh? She said, I wasn't a witch. I was a bluha. Well, yes, but, you know, forgive Marissa. She's <laughs> Everybody's a witch, you know, pagans are witches, and hoodoo priestess are witches, and voodoo priestess are witches, and brujas are witches, and I just look at her and I go, yeah, sure, okay, see, see how long that works. <clears throat> I mean, could... a witch is a witch. Huh? I said, I mean, a witch is a witch. It's oh. up to you and your, you know, practice or heritage or whatever it may be to title that. Yeah. But essentially you know, a witch is a witch and that's personal. Yes. So I do agree with that. I do too. It's one of those things that, you know, you've changed depending, like we were saying just a few minutes ago, like depending on your craft and depending on what you do, it it changes. Exactly. And that's another thing that I I try to talk about as much as possible because like for the people who are getting into witchcraft because of videos or posts or whatever it may be like they feel so it's like I feel bad because they feel so obligated to you know become a certain type of witch so they can have a title for themselves and it's like you don't need I don't consider I consider myself a practitioner and a witch that's it some people would consider me a death witch because I'm a medium or a psychic medium and I do death work and I also practice you know with the dead and with spirits. So essentially a portion of that, you know, would make me a death witch, but I don't really consider myself. I just, I'm a witch Mm -hmm. and people feel so obligated to just be like, okay, well I'm this type of witch or I'm this type of witch, but 
they don't know that it's okay to just, I'm a witch. So my friend Sam and I, we, we talked about this the other day. She's a raccoon witch. What? So she can find whatever she needs and make it work. Oh, I love that term, man. That, that makes sense. So, like, I was like, you're, you're a trash can witch, you know? And she goes, yeah. And I was like, okay, I mean, I guess it makes sense. And she goes, you know, like a raccoon, whatever, whatever I need to make work, I make work. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. But the trash can witch? And she goes, yeah, you know, because I'm trash when it comes to the Sabbath. And I'm just because <laughs> I mean, same. I mean, mainly, I just kind of celebrate Samhain and Yule and maybe the autumn equinox but with the others I'm just kind of yeah I'm here <laughs> I'm alive <laughs> so practicing <laughs> oh man oh, I wish it I wish it were that simple <laughs> <laughs> well you know I have I kind of have to celebrate Samhain so uh same mm-hmm. <laughs> Frank will be very left out if I leave him out. No, I'm not talking about you. Frank will be very left out if I leave him out on the holiday. I love Frank. I love Frank too. He's sitting around. Oh my God. I got it. That just reminded me I have to do something for the hound on Sawin. Frank. Hey, Frank. Frank, you want to take the hound for a walk? He said, sure, what time? <laughs> I mean, whenever you're free, he'll take one now if you want. <laughs> no, don't go right now. No, not. I'm just kidding. It's 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 late. You gotta you gotta stay home. Yeah. You got you got to stay home. But no, it's just like I just I really just want to say that I love how I can have these conversations, not even just like in the podcast. Like I love how I can just on a normal basis have these conversations with you because you also understand how important it is to research and how important it is to research in order to, you know, ensure that you're not offending anyone or any practices or spirits, because <laughs> we don't want that, you guys. No, no, we don't. Um, but just essentially just researching to know what you're doing. Yeah. Know where it came from. And I mean, can we can we talk about something kind of important, at least in Minecraft, especially with the death work that I do? Because um, we talk about graveyard dirt quite a lot. Yes. Okay. Can we talk about that real quick? You know what's funny? Before we move on, hmm. I just did a, po- or a Patreon post today on the difference between cemetery dirt and graveyard dirt. Shut up. No, you didn't. I, I did. <laughs> I really- oh, man. I didn't even know. Why didn't you tell me? I would have I would have prepared like slides and samples. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can't I had the worst patient load today, so my sarcasm is on point. Um I had you're you're gonna kill me when I say <laughs> this client did. She bought graveyard dirt on Etsy. What? <laughs> Wait, people, pe- I should be mad at the seller. No, no, no. Yeah, no. And I was just like, okay, so did you do research? Like, did they send you like a little thing where it came from? And she goes, no. Huh? Huh? So I was like, so you don't know where it came from? And she goes, well, where's your from? Uh, the, the 
dead body of a Civil War soldier. Like, I asked oh his mother God. for permission. Oh, my God. He's <laughs> like, wait, seriously? And I was like, yeah, you put that person's energy in your spell work. What is wrong with you? And she's like, I I was, you told me. And I said, how to get graveyard dirt? You go to the graveyard. You get dirt. You ask for permission first. Well, you, Leave an offering. No, I'm just going to walk in there with a shovel. <laughs> No, no, like it. I told her how to do it. I gave her step by step instructions. I wrote them down. I wrote them down and I sent them to her. I said, Here's what you're going to do. She said she went to the cemetery. She said she left offerings of alcohol. She splashed it over by the front entrance and left coins. I told her, Leave pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters, whichever you can find. Yeah. And I like to leave foreign coins because that's what I have a plethora of because I don't know when I'm going overseas next. She left nothing. Huh? Hmm. Went to the graveyard, took dirt, took it home. Does she know who she took it from and how they died? No. Oh, God. Ah, uh, yeah. So then she decided to take the dirt back. Put it back where she found it. What? <laughs> See, because it'd be simpler that way, because at least she knew the person who collected it collected it right. I said, okay, there's probably a really pissed off, pissed off spirit in your house, first of all. Second of all, you didn't leave any offerings. I told you step by step how to do it, you know? You take, you leave. You take, you take, you leave it. I always leave dead man's coins, which are just coins just for offerings. I always take, I'll get a shooter on my way there. Like, for those of you listening, I am sober. I don't have any alcohol in my house. I have coffee. So I'll get a shooter from the local, the local liquor store. Mm-hmm. I'll get one of those or I'll just bring some coffee with me in a thermos and I'll pour some coffee at the front gate like that's specifically for them you know yeah and when I told her this and I was like dude I'm gonna have to come over to your house and cleanse it when I got to that house and I was like no I'm going home you do not pay me enough for this I'm going home she goes what and I'm like half the graveyard is in your house dude oh <laughs> Where did you take it from? So she showed me the grave of where she took it from. Where she took it from was somebody who was a person who did very, very terrible things in his life. And so those all of the- that would be good for like baneful magic, but still asking, leaving an offer. But because she didn't, I think all of his victims were in the house. Oh shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, it took me three days to get them out. Uh, I had to did c- you have to cross any over? No. Well, no, because those two are still here. They're not ready yet. They're oh just in the garden. See, uh, another thing. So while we're on the subject, I'm sorry if I... Um, no, no, not at all. No, I was there. I do want to point out for those of you who are interested in going and getting cemetery dirt or graveyard dirt, ask. Research your land first. Number one, research your land. Find out what land you are on. Super, super important. This kind of also plays into kind of, in a way, decolonization. Learn what land you're on because not only will it be good for what you're doing, but it'll be good for pretty much anything that you're doing outside on that land. But number two, 
Oh my God. Always ask for permission. I'm going to, I'm not going to like reiterate what's on my Patreon post because if y'all want to know, then you can <laughs> subscribe to my Patreon. But <laughs> cemetery dirt is different than graveyard dirt. If you are grabbing graveyard dirt, find out who this person is. Are yeah. they indigenous? Okay. Find out where they're from. Not necessarily just indigenous, but find out where they're from. If they are, let me just, let me just interrupt real quick. If they are indigenous or of that land, do not take their dirt. Nope. Ever, 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 ever. Oh, you, your world will be turned upside down. Um, but researching who these people are. Huge. Just people, people tend to take the spirits and take the dead very lightly. And I don't, I don't know why people do that. Probably because, oh, they're dead. They're not going to do anything. Yeah. Oh. You see, a month later, you ain't going to be thinking that. So like, for instance, I love Dawn. You love Dawn too, right? Yes. Dawn's like, I can't wait to come over. I said, be careful. Frank doesn't really like company. Two o'clock in the morning, my tablet went from one end of the living room to the other. You've seen how small my living room is. For those of you who don't know, I live in a tiny home. Um, yeah, that wasn't me. I was in bed asleep and I said, Frank, knock it off. The sink in the, the sink in the kitchen turned off. The cabinets closed and the tablet stopped moving <laughs> because Frank was out of his element. Frank had somebody in his house and he was like, what the hell is going on? I said, first of all, Frank, this is my house. You're not paying rent. You're just here taking up space, not paying for the Wi-Fi. <laughs> um, second of all he didn't know who Don was like he didn't get to know her over time you know so I understood why he was upset when it comes to like the person whose graveyard dirt I take which I'm not going to mention his name because he doesn't like me speaking his name out loud he doesn't like his name so we gave him a new name he chose Herbert I don't know why but he likes the name Herb hi Herb he likes the name Herbert so when I say his name, he comes. So, oh, I, huh? I said, now I want ice cream. <laughs> but his mom is buried right beside him. And when I went to the cemetery, I looked at him and I looked at her and he just kind of pointed to her. And I was just like, are you okay if I sit here for a little and just kind of talk to you and just kind of see what's going on? And she goes, you're the first person to visit our graves in a long time. You can take as long as you need. That struck a core with me. And I was like, I'm going to come back every season. So every Halloween season, I go back to their grave. I love when, that. Um, come Monday after work, I'm going back to their grave. You can hear me, right? Yeah. Okay. My psychic ass five seconds before Brian called me. I was like, Brian's about to call me. <laughs> he fucking called me. <laughs> Yeah, I can hear you just fine, babe. I'm surprised you didn't call back. I sent him straight to voicemail. He don't like that. <laughs> I'll text you later. Tell him I said, what's up? <laughs> oh, goodness. But. Mm -hmm. Is there any last words, Cat? rebuild um <laughs> no for those of you who are starting out in your practice welcome 
Um, you're going to be meeting a lot of phonies. You're going to be meeting a lot of fakes. You're going to be meeting a lot of people who you're not really sure if you should trust them, trust your gut, give yourself grace and space when you're healing with yourself. Um, and by grace and space, I mean, you're giving yourself the space to grow and the space to learn and the space to get into a new craft. Give yourself the grace to allow yourself to mess up. Definitely. We all make mistakes. We do. We do. I, you know, I've been practicing for many years and <clears throat> I'm old as dirt and <laughs> so I still make mistakes, you know, even in my craft and every day I go, okay, you know, it's just another day. It's fine. I can scratch it and redo and start fresh. Whatever you do, stop being so hard on yourself because the world's already hard as it is. Exactly. And for those mistakes, it's all about how you learn and move on and fix it. You know, don't do it again. Do something different. <clears throat> there are many, 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 many ways to practice witchcraft and as long as you're ensuring that you're not, you know, offending any practices or spirits or appropriating or, you know, doing something that's a part of a different practice that you shouldn't be doing, which is why research is so important. You're fine. And, you know, even if you make a mistake of doing something and then you research it and you're like, oh, shit, you know, fixing that from there on out, that's what matters. That's that's a million light years ahead of what most people did back in the 90s and early 2000s they would not even own up to their mistakes so if you are able to own up to your mistakes that's huge and even to yourself you don't have to boast about it to anybody else because you and your practice sorry i don't know why i said practice like that but you and your practice are personal and that's important to you so absolutely <clears throat> thank you very much for your advice cat it was great. I appreciate time with you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the conversation. I do plan on having Kat here another time. So don't worry, you guys. For those of you who were like, this is your best episode ever. She will be back. Don't worry. <laughs> because don't <me>. worry. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, I will be putting um, Kat's information in the description. So if you are interested, you can go follow her. Um, and other than that, Miss Cat, Miss Sad, do you have anything else? I love you. I love you too. And I love all of your listeners and all of your followers. And I think if I could give them all a big hug, I could. They probably feel it from there. I, I hope so. I can. Because it's warm and it smells like cinnamon sugar because I just put on some lotion. <laughs> Alrighty, you guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you guys next week. All right. Bless. Bye.